Right, so the first question I want to ask you is how do I get arms like yours? Underwear? How do I get arms like yours? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I actually, it's funny and cross it, you don't even train for anything like that. Yeah. But like, it just it just happens overnight. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel like I'm getting there slowly. Yeah. But I used to swim, so I've always had like fairly big shoulders, but my arms just aren't like anything like yours. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into CrossFit? When did it start? Um got into CrossFit in like when I was 19 so I'm 25 now so however long that is six years or something yeah um and I, I got into it just from just from wanting to try like I just wanted to try CrossFit everyone was raving about like at the time all this CrossFit stuff and yeah at the time I was doing athletics and I, I was out of I was out of um I was out of training because I had a stress fracture in my foot so I was constantly yeah. looking to do some some sort of training anyway so I was like this is a yeah. perfect time to try something new and then yeah I just went to a class and then that was that really and then from there I fell into like weightlifting um and now I've kind of been full-time in CrossFit for the last two years so and then when you started which part did you find easiest because a lot of people tend to like pick up the weightlifting quicker or so some people it's the endurance or gymnastics did you find that the skills came quite naturally for you yeah the skills were the kipper movements and that were I picked up pretty quickly um because gymnastics is a, is a lot of stuff like that yeah um and again, like the strict, the strict gymnastics and stuff was was there from gymnastics. Um, the the hardest thing to pick up was the fitness. Um, really? Yeah, because the gymnastics is such a it's just a power sport, mm. and um, yeah, like when people say like building strength is the hardest part, I question it because <laughs> like I have like. I was naturally strong, but building fitness is definitely, definitely hard. So, yeah. yeah. I remember I started CrossFit in 2018 when I was at uni and I was in my first year. And whenever there was 400 meter run in the workout, I just wouldn't go. <laughs> yeah. There was literally in like every week. So I quit after my first month. And then in lockdown, I started watching the documentaries again, you know, like the fittest on earth ones. Yeah. And then I was like, right, I need to do it because it's just an unreal sport. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, for me, it's like just the kipping stuff. I find it so hard, so it takes time, but it's good that you picked it up straight away. Yeah, I wouldn't say straight away, but it was definitely more natural to me than yeah. like running 5k. Yeah. <laughs> when did you realise you were like good at it and wanted to compete? Um, I think the coaches in in the first gym I went to it was CrossFit SA One back in Swansea, and uh, Lee Bevan, who at the time was an was a regional athlete, and he yeah. he coached at the gym, and I think straight away he's seen like you need to like do this more often or like yeah. compete or something because you're really strong and you could see something in me and I was young at the time and I was just like oh I'll just whatever I'll just like do whatever <laughs> and then 
I remember we were doing it was like a front squat in, in as part of the class and I maybe squatted like a couple of times through like my athletics career um as part of like the gym sessions and stuff but there was it was nothing crazy and I remember it was like building up and I hit 100 kilo front squat Taylor that was mental and I, and he was just like he couldn't believe what was going on he was just like and then from there, I got scouted for weightlifting because they were yeah. linked to like a weightlifting room. So it was like half CrossFit, half weightlifting, and it was run yeah. by Welsh weightlifting. So the coaches in there kind of picked up on that. And then I was like kind of going between the both for a while. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when I kind of had a plan to kind of go into the development squad with with Wales and then it led to going to the Commonwealth Games so it was kind of like yeah they found I found my strength in CrossFit kind of thing to to be able to go into weightlifting so yeah yeah. so in the lead up to the Commonwealth Games how how many sessions of weightlifting were you doing and were you still doing CrossFit at the time or did you have to bring that down yeah no I was definitely I still like competed to have fun yeah um like I went to French Showdown but I was just like my name was nowhere to be seen it was like (laughs) I was just there yeah um so I would still I have I would always like to sweat I would never just do weightlifting and Mm -hmm. in the end that's why I've got dropped from weightlifting by Wales because they're so against CrossFit and they couldn't understand why yeah I wanted to do both because you won't you won't develop and it's not that's totally wrong because the be- some of the best weightlifters are crossfitters right no, i mean look at the women's champ at the moment i know i mean she's a weightlifter yeah so so but that that's just mind-blowing to me because now from when i look at your numbers you're hitting more than you did when you went to commonwealth games for weightlifting right yeah so my numbers are around they, they, they're around about the same i haven't pb'd my lifts in years but my numbers are always up there in CrossFit, which yeah. is all I all I need. Like I don't need right. to be stronger right now. Okay. Um, it's cool if you PB a lift or whatever, but it's not. It's not something that I need to work on, so I'm not really bothered about it. Um, well, you won the um the lift at Waterpalooza quite convincingly. Yeah. Um, and again, like people have asked me about this and obviously I was happy like it's a cool moment but it's not as I wouldn't have been as happy as if I if I had won a swim event or if I had won like fr- like some of my thrusters and Chester bar yeah um simply because I don't I don't train weightlifting like I love a couple of weightlifting sessions a week and it's just I'm just lucky to have that strength yeah um, and I guess it's more rewarding when you put in loads of time and effort into yeah your gymnastics or your endurance and then you see that pay off yeah yeah that makes sense so then how did the relationship with JST start so you were training in Wales and then did you start online programming with them or do you know like through weightlifting and that I kind of always did my own thing I always trained on my own I had a home gym like I wasn't the type for like going into group sessions I just did my work on my own every single day and that's how like my CrossFit started again was by training on my own. Like I never trained with anybody. And then I was like, 
battling between like CrossFit and weightlifting towards the end of weightlifting career and then I was like right I'm going to give CrossFit like another little go and see where I'm at and I I ended SID when SID was the first one in London yeah um when it was the first sanctional event and I didn't have a coach I was just doing my own thing and I f- like I was in the top 10 all weekend and I finished 10th and I was like oh, hang on like the girls I've just competed against are the best in the world yeah and I was like oh maybe I'm not too bad at this CrossFit thing like <laughs> after all and then <laughs> I remember seeing Steve and he was coaching uh, a couple of the girls there and I remember all weekend I was saying I'm going to approach Steve and ask him if he can be my coach and, yeah. and I waited until the last event was done and I remember I walked into the in the warm area and I like tapped him on the back of the shoulder and he was just like looking and he was just like yeah and I was just like can I have a chat with you please and he was just like yeah and then I just asked him I was just like would you be keen in having a chat with me potentially about coming on board with you and then he was just like yeah and the next day we had a phone call and it just went from there yeah yeah and then he's been he's been my coach ever since and then ended up moving to Wigan and then the rest is history really <laughs> when, when you started with him after Sid what was your goal like what did you want to get out of that coaching with him um I was still my my plan was still weightlifting and CrossFit but I wanted to do both and it wasn't long until I found out that I couldn't do both at the high level. Yeah. Um, so I still went to you. I did my, I got picked for GB. So I went and did a competition out in, I think it was Poland with GB. And then I came back. Uh, this was after the Commonwealth Games. And then I was like, right, I can still kind of do both. <clears throat> And then, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't take long for me to realise that that wasn't the case. I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday, I was standing in the queue in um, in Universal in America for the ride Tower of Terror. I had an email through and it said, you've been selected to compete for GB again um, in the Europeans, for, in Russia, I think it was, I don't know, somewhere random. And my, in like I knew straight away. Like my gut was telling me I was just like I'm not accepting it. Like mm-hmm. I knew there and then, and I think it was that point. I was just like I'm ready to give everything into CrossFit and see what I can actually achieve from it. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I declined it, and I was just like I'm gonna go all in on CrossFit. Um. And see well, where it takes me. I mean, from what you said, it seems like you've got a natural ability with weightlifting, so that's always going to be there. So it makes sense just to go all in with CrossFit, see how far you can get. And then if you want to go back to weightlifting. Although I did see on your Instagram that you posted that a comeback for weightlifting might be soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it will be, it'll, I think I'm going to compete this year um, at some point. I think I will go and do like a run out on the platform because... I truly love competing for weightlifting. Like, it's no feeling like it. And I think that's why, like, the event at Waterpalooza with the barbell, like, it's just natural to me. Like, yeah. I just know what to do when the barbell's in front of me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I have, My plan was to do the Commonwealth Com- Games this year. Mm. Um, after the last Commonwealth Games, my plan was always to go and try and podium 
this time around four years later and when I made that decision to to not do that it was tough but mm. like I think this is why this year means probably a lot more to me because if I make the CrossFit Games then it's kind of like I know I made the right decision and I sacrificed yeah. my weightlifting career to like to do this so I'm, I'm excited for it I'm excited to see what happens yeah so you did well in the quarterfinals you're now going to the semis in Europe we have two right so I don't think one of them is going to be in London mm-hmm. do you know where you're going yet or do you get a choice we have no idea no idea I mean it's crossing so anything can happen <laughs> like they change things all the time so I'm prepared for both and I'm not yeah. really obviously it would be very cool to do it on the on your home soil um but again it's no big deal if you have to mm. go to Holland so yeah so when so when did you move up to Wigan to um Jesse so January last year so January well, we know, yeah, so January 2021, um, <laughs> it was random, it was so random, it was like, Steve, I want to come up and do a training camp for a month, and I'm going to drag Reggie with me, and <laughs> he's going to leave his job with his dad, and <laughs> we're just going to, like, come for a month, and he was just like, right, okay, that's definitely what you need, because you're nowhere near the fitness you need to be right now, and this was a month out for the season, Yeah, and um, because we did a workout with Jack and Steve the month before that, and they beat us on a burpee workout, like, <laughs> like hammered us, and we were just like, fucking hell, we need to get fit, yeah. <laughs> so we are like, right, we're going to come up for the month in January and just have a training camp with just you, and then he was like, sound, right, let's do it, so me and Reg got an Airbnb in, in Liverpool, which is like 40 minutes away from Wigan, and then halfway through January, we went into lockdown. Yeah. So we had nowhere to train. So we was training at Steve's house in his garage gym. Yeah. And yeah, it just it just took off from there. Like oh, we got so yeah. fit. Reg won quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. I came. I think it was sixth place. And it was so overwhelming to the point where like I couldn't I couldn't take the pressure of it because mm-hmm. I didn't quite understand how it happened. Um, and then we went home, came back for series, and then we ended up moving up officially in April. We had a house, we signed for a house in Wigan for a year in April. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've been here a year, like officially been here a year next month, which is mad. Um, but yeah, that's how we all started really. It was just because we just needed coaching on hand. Yeah, I remember it was in the lockdown and I kept seeing these like gnarly YouTube videos pop up from JSC and it was just in C's garage. Yeah. It was just like loud music on, it just looked so tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, was, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so you did the 2021 Open, you did really well in the snatch burpee box over workout and so did Reggie. And then going into quarterfinals and then semifinals was the goal to get to the games that year. To be honest, no, it wasn't. Mm. Um, it became a goal when we realised it was a possibility mm. or a high chance of being able to get to achieve that. Yeah, it was. We weren't fit. We weren't fit going into January. 
Mm. We didn't even know if he was going to qualify for semi-finals. And then we got really, really fit really, really quick um, simply because of the training we were doing all day, every day. And then, because we was in lockdown, we had nothing else to do. Mm. And then um, we did the Open, did well, and then quarterfinals came around and... I don't yeah I don't I don't even know how how our performances happened to be honest with you um it was just a very relaxed situation mm. um it was nice that we got to do it like in a gym and everything was like like a tight-knit group and yeah. everyone was there who you wanted to be there mm. and it just flowed and it went really really well we performed really really well and then it was like oh hang on a minute you can if you get this performance again in eight weeks time like you go into the games yeah and everything got blown out of proportion a little bit like the pressure was on us we started getting drug tested by crossfit and like podcasts with cross like it was just like new names at the top of the leaderboard they were like oh what's going on here yeah um and it was just like they were releasing stuff of like it was just mad it was just thinking back it was just so overwhelming Mm. um without knowing it there was a lot of a lot of pressure but a lot of internal pressure as well yeah and I believe that I could do it I think more over the fact that it was like I don't know facts out there that I could rather than believing in myself yeah and that's when it that's when it all went wrong to be fair um, did you have sponsors at the time last Adam? year? Did you have any sponsors at the time? Yeah, I was with I was with Fit Aid at the time. Um, I had I was still with Reebok and Wade, um, but now I'm with Knock, but I'm still with Reebok and I'm with oh my god, I can never remember Foodspring. <laughs> I can never remember why I was so bad. Um, so yeah, the Reebok's the same. Couple have changed. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're all they're all very supportive, so that's good. Yeah, so it started off just you and Reggie up in Wigan, and then when did all the other groups come up? Because now it seems like you've got a massive squad with JST at the high yeah. center. Yeah, it's again, it's it's crazy how everything has kind of happened because it was just me, Regency, in the yeah. <laughs> a mouldy gym at the back of his garden, and now yeah. it's like we're in the best facility. Yeah any athlete could want yeah like with a 400 meter track indoor track a warm gym yeah. sponsored by Lico, like toilets yeah just it's just mad and then we did we yeah again i don't know how 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 everything has fallen into place to be fair and um, we did semi-finals at a gym in wigan and i think everybody learned a lot from that mm-hmm. Um, including including GST. Um, I think once we'd done well at quarterfinals, it was this thing where everybody wanted to jump on board, kind of like, oh, what are they, what are they doing? Yeah. It's like, you know how Matt Fraser retired, released his programme now, and then when like Justin Medeiros released his, that will be the next big thing. Yeah. I really think that what GST has done is really impressive. Yeah. You've got so many people on board now. The team did well at Waterpalooza. Yeah. You've got a good mix. You've got some youngins there as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, the, the, our group is amazing. Like, it's so good. But I think it's taken a long time 
for that to happen yeah and maybe it's not quite right yet like mm -hmm. but it's certainly getting there so how do the um, sessions work like do you train at different like does do you have different groups that will train in the morning or are you all sort of in there together yeah no so leading into the season it was like me and reg would go in and do our conditioning session at like seven half seven and then the girls would go in at nine and then around about two o'clock everyone would be doing their own little bits or joining in with maybe some bits and then on a monday and a wednesday and a friday there would be a coached session so one o'clock on them days everybody would be in the gym doing the same session like it might be like weightlifting on a monday like barbell cycling in a workout on wednesday and then gymnastics skills on a friday like mm. and it would just be be like school really it'd yeah. be like college like you'd go yeah. in and you would do your session if like yeah session together mm. kind of thing um but we took a step back from that leading into the open so everybody could focus on what they were doing yeah um so right now it's just yeah emotions are high because everyone's in the season so yeah so before the 2021 season how many hours of training would you do a day and then compare that to what you're doing now like volume intensity oh god um yeah right now i always say that being in season is the easiest part mm. you've just got to perform because off season is where where you put the work in um yeah we would be in the gym it's basically like a nine to five job now that we got that facility um yeah. we will come home if we need to eat go back it's more for me because i've got the dog i share the dog with um my ex-partner so having for like six weeks at a time yeah so when i got the dog i've got to like come home take him out and then go back but if that's not the case obviously i just take my food to the gym so yeah yeah and then how much how much food are you eating a day because it must be yeah so i've got um, a food sponsor at the minute called muscle prep mm -hmm. and they they give me two meals a day seven days a week so it's amazing yeah. it's amazing i only have to cook breakfast and evening meal mm. so and then so you're now living with Reggie how does that work because, so when I like do a hard session and it will be nothing compared to what you do I'm knackered I don't want to do anything afterwards and I'm probably just a bit of a pain to be around how do you deal with both being exhausted both having to sort your stuff out for the next day being around each other training how does it work for you guys I think we found a pretty comfortable routine now. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, we still get argue with each other like at least maybe once a day mm. over something little. Yeah. yeah. Um but it'll be over something stupid like why haven't you peeled my eggs or <laughs> like why are the eggs overcooked? Yeah, yeah. I could have done that better. Like just little tiny things which doesn't yeah. mean anything. Um but we got a pretty good routine where like We'll know what time we're going to the gym the next day. Mm -hmm. We'll know what session we're doing. We'll, yeah, we'll just know our day so we understand each other um, a lot better. And he's now yeah. got, Steve's now his coach as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of, it kind of like sticks a little bit better as well. Yeah, and I also guess that you guys know more than anyone what you're going through. Like if he's feeling a bit down after a session or after an event, 
then you're the person that's going to know 100% what he's going through. Yeah, I mean, it would. I, it's interesting to see, we were speaking about this yesterday, where if we both end up going to different semi-finals and if someone gets that ticket first, oh, yeah. how that, that second person is going to be like, is I wouldn't call it jealousy, but, no, but it would definitely... It would definitely be hurt if somebody else got the ticket and somebody else didn't. Yeah. So I we mean, hold each other accountable for like yeah. being to like wanting to achieve that as well, which is cool. Yeah, so you in Wanapalooza, you placed a little bit higher than he did. Did you were you like loser? <laughs> <laughs> we have like a little we do banter about it sometimes where like on the quarterfinals workouts, it's yeah. just like you're going first. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 I finished higher in the last competition, so that means you're going to <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's just, we're not That's... malicious about it, but, um, and he's so, he's so supportive. Like, yeah. after I won that barbell event in Modapalooza, he was, like, so, so, he was more happy than I was, like, he was buzzing for me. Yeah, it was really funny because, so my dog's called Reggie, <laughs> and um, we were watching Waterpalooza. I think it was like the thruster chest bar echo bike. We're like, come on, Reggie. And my dog was just going mental. <laughs> it. It it's so funny fun. because we've been on a few walks lately and like people have had dogs and they've obviously been called Reggie and they're shouting Reggie. So like looking around. It must be like a popular name at the minute. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So what? So what's your... Like why? What what drives you to train all the time? What drives you to want to go to the Commonwealth Games or the CrossFit Games? I I don't. It's just you know that you want it. Like yeah. I don't think I would have sacrificed everything in my entire life to towards one goal if I if I didn't really want it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say because you don't know how that feeling feels, but you yeah. kind of have an idea how it's going to feel. It's going to feel pretty good when yeah. you get that ticket to the games. Yeah. Um, and I just love it. I just love, uh, like, having this opportunity to live somewhere, train somewhere, be sponsored by mm -hmm. some amazing brands and be paid to do it. Like, not many. You can't. You don't, that opportunity doesn't come, come around for many people. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty special. How often do you like think about that moment? You know, being in the semi-finals, they announce your name that you're going. Like I try not to think about the outcome as yeah. much, but I know I would be just, I would just be a mess. I would just be like, I don't even think I'd be able to speak. <laughs> but like I focused a lot on that last year and. Mm. I was focusing more on the outcome rather than like the process of yeah. one work at a time, like one job at a time. Mm -hmm. And it really, really, really came back and bit me in the ass. So right now, I'm even though like it enters my head and sometimes like, you catch yourself like smiling because like you're thinking about that moment and you're like, no, 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 you got to come back and like think about the process right now yeah. and not the outcome. Yeah. Um, you've just got to keep yourself grounded all the time. Yeah, well, I guess the only thing that you can control is your effort going into each session and each piece of recovery and each warm-up every day. Yeah. Up to it, and yeah. then oh, I'm sure it will pay off for you. 
So final question, um, what advice would you give to a young athlete who wants to get into CrossFit, um, who sees what you and Reggie are doing and thinks, all right, I want a bit of that. What would you say to them? I just literally just got in, like, again, just enjoy it. Yeah. Like, you just got to have fun, have the right people around you and just enjoy it. And if an opportunity comes up where you've got the chance to go and train with the best athletes and mm-hmm. live and live the athlete life like you've got you've literally you've got to take it like mm-hmm. you've got to just make them sacrifices and it is definitely worth it in the end yeah oh like, good stuff yeah well all the best for the semi-finals um and i can't wait to watch it hopefully it's in london yeah hopefully <laughs>